episode number 14 with Stephen Daniel. And Dan G. And Dan G. How are you, sir? Well, Steve, I'm not doing as good as you. <laughs> Why? Because someone's I'm, uh... <laughs> someone's off in some exotic land, and I'm just here in this terrible place they call Santa Barbara, California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Nicaragua. left me here with palm trees, some palm trees, and yeah, the Nika. The Nika, the Nika, yes. I, I've been busy all day uh, celebrating. Uh, yeah, with cigars got... and tomahawk steaks for five dollars. I get it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been, I've been celebrating uh, National uh, Blackberry Pie Day. Yeah, I know. I heard about this National Blackberry Pie Day, and you know what the other day is, right? Uh, no. What, what is it? National Road Worker Day. Like, really? Really? You know, for 35 years, I've just been pounding the desk saying that we need a day for Blackberry Pie and a day for road workers. And uh, I see that now it's finally happened. I mean, it's 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 a game changer. It really is. It really is. You know, it's uh, it's never going to be the same. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who is making these days up. That's all <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> It's the same I guy want to meet just the... saying four out of five dentists approve. Yeah, it's I the think they're guy. friends. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. And the same guy that it makes the signs that say click it or ticket, right? Yes. On the freeways. <laughs> Slow for the cone on... zone. Yes, yes, yeah. that guy. That guy, yeah. <laughs> they're all in cahoots. Like there's someone who intentionally went out and made National Blackberry Pie Day. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, just there, I, can I, I get that how kind much of time. It cost our government to come up with that day. I don't know, like, but like every day, it's like something just a little bit more stupid. <laughs> There's one guy <laughs> just sitting at his desk, getting paid like 140 grand a year, just just writhing and going, "What day is going to be the next day? I have to come up <laughs> yeah. with something." The National Fig Leaf Day, yes. <laughs> Date Day, the Lava Lamp Day, the Lava Lamp Day. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> There's, there's there's a day for like we're we've run like they're starting to double up on the days if you're starting to notice right yeah like, yeah 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 you know, we got we got food covered on this one and uh road workers covered on uh on it as yeah. well so maybe and we'll, I was, maybe we'll take them a blackberry pie and yeah <laughs> right so satisfy both days and and we'll just we'll go to sleep tonight and not know what it's going to be tomorrow but uh right we'll get something you'll yeah. just know that you gave some road worker a blackberry pie yeah 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 we can all we can all sleep better now hopefully you know what he shares with his other road worker buddies we'll see oh he obviously won't but i have a pretty good feeling they don't do this like in china (laughs) (laughs) like don't look at the road workers (laughs) i'll put you in jail (laughs) yeah don't eyeball me boy Uh, oh, we got a uh, we got some uh, email from a longtime listener. Uh, nice. Yeah, it says, uh, "Hey, I've been a longtime listener from episode one." Uh, wow! This was back when you guys Jeez. were a poker show, you recommended uh, your show and had a great time listening to you guys over the years. Uh, sad to see Mike go. He was a big part of the show that I miss. Happy for you. Oh, God. Jeez, now you're making me feel bad. Well, this is where you get a a little, uh, he says, really like Daniel's and yours episode on uh, 248 on the Roth IRA account. So remember that one? uh, I was up in Big Bear. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, answered a bunch of my basic questions. I looked up all the recommended ETFs in the list, and I have a question. He said, I have an Ameritrade account. Okay. Um, And he says, why would you invest in gold if it doesn't pay dividends? Uh, also, mm, good question. Uh, if I invest fifty dollars or a hundred dollars each each month, is it even worth it to have a Roth IRA account? Um, yeah. So uh, this is from Sergey. Um, yeah, Sergey. Uh, great. Thanks for writing in. Very cool. Um, yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Questions. So in that account, we recommended forty uh, percent. Um, or we're just telling you what Ray Dalio recommended was he recommended a 40% uh, long-term government bonds, 
uh, 15% intermediate, 30% S&P 500, 7.5% gold, and 7.5% um, uh, some type of commodity. And he's asking, well, all these other things, they pay a little dividend uh, every, um, you know, the only one that doesn't pay a dividend is uh, the gold. You know, so why bother right. having it if it doesn't pay a dividend? And um, I don't know, you want to answer that, Daniel? I, I guess it's just like a basic safe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's a there's no yield on gold, right? So, no. I mean, we're all in, obviously, there's no yield on that. And so it's really it's more of a preservation safekeeping you know yeah. it's you it's know going preserving to what wealth preservation yeah wealth insurance wealth preservation you know um but the uh, two well the the envelope i mean the uh the envelope you know the two envelopes steve that's always envelopes? a good the two envelopes yeah you know the envelopes come on no what are you talking i give you the envelope it's the year 1900 that whole one i don't know no what do you mean I give you two envelopes. It's the year 1900. Oh, yes. From the last show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have $25 Perfect example. for uh, gold. You have, yes. Gold is worth $25 an ounce, you know, in the year 1900. And I give you $25 in the other envelope. Well, fast forward to 2021. What are you buying with your 25 bucks? Not a whole lot. Maybe a couple people can get a meal at McDonald's. Yeah, your $22 burrito. Yeah, and a drink. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and your gold is worth like, I don't know, uh, about $1,800 right now, $1,900. Yeah, yeah, 1800 something like that. Yeah, but, and so that'll continue to fall away in place, you know, so yeah, just think right. of it as wealth insurance. And what I recommended on it's, that show, the, uh, the ticker GLD, we've since learned that's paper gold. It's just futures. It's not backed by anything. The one, the, the one you want to be in is O-U-N-Z or C-E-F. But C put 7.5% of your Roth IRA into that, uh, Sergey. Um, yeah. And those are the ones <clears> that yeah, actually if, if you can, you know, house the gold. Yeah, the most uh, you can put into the Roth IRA right now at the time of this recording is six grand a year. Uh, if you can put 500 a month or 100 a month or whatever you can put, but the most that you can, um, but, uh, yeah, certainly doing some is better than nothing for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you cool, for writing man. in, uh, Sergey. It was very cool. I got to uh, talk to him on the phone. Um, Oh, cool, man. Yeah. He's, uh, um, uh, neat guy. He's, uh, in his mid thirties, uh, he was born in the Ukraine and moved to the U S in 2008. Um, and he does, oh, yeah. uh, is he from, he's from Kiev? Uh, I don't know what city he's, he's from Ukraine. Oh. Uh, but uh, oh, okay. he does uh, uh, fencing and uh, Uber and sells soccer jerseys. And anyways, he's down in uh, wow. San Diego, so semi-local. If we're oh, ever cool, down there, man. we'll yeah. uh, fencing tough, man. I mean, have you ever tried to fence? No, but I've seen it on TV before. If that counts, Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a really hard sport. Like you, your wrist, like just. You're just the your forearms. I'm oh my god! I, I did it for just a lift, you know, just just checked it out. But yeah. it was uh, it's 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 very. I mean, it's definitely a sport. It's, it's okay. hard. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, felt like okay. Yeah, felt like a three musketeer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, right on. And uh, let's see another shout out. Oh, uh, Sergey uh, left a review. He said, "I've been listening, to Steve, uh, and Mike, since uh, episode number one. Uh, it's been a fun adventure." Uh, in it to win it is different because there's no poker involved, but I still enjoy listening to Steve's stories and plenty of new guests you can learn from. Great job. Uh, cool. So, yeah, very cool. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sergey. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We got one other shout out from uh, Mark Gruber. Uh, he. What's uh, um, up, Mark? Mark, Mark in the house. Uh, he, got, <laughs> uh, he got some, uh, some Rio 2 uh, stock, the uh, R I O F F uh, from. Uh, uh, <clears throat> from Alex Black that we had on uh, last week. And, uh, you know, maybe we should awesome. say we, uh, I feel like we've made some recommendations on this show. Maybe we should just say that we're, 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 we're not trying to make any recommendations. We're just trying to tell you what we're doing and you can either run with it or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very subjective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, uh, you know, like, uh, looking back, you know, uh, probably, uh, three or four months ago, we were talking about McDonald's Coke, uh, public storage, AT&T, uh, a lot of these waste management, we, waste management, um, 
Yeah, what are some others that we've... Uh, uh, there, there was, there's quite a few of them. Quite but, a few. But anyways, one's the ones you picked up. Uh, I believe every single one is, is up now. Um, Everyone, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean Daniel and I have operating. gotten out of a few of these. And, and, you know, or what you could do is you could trim your position. You know, you could... Mm -hmm. See, it's the thing of... It's going to be very likely continuing to pay you a dividend every quarter or so, uh, depending on which one you got. Um, but... I don't know. The, the market's just like everything that Randall taught us is like screaming sell on almost all of these. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I feel it's like it's a race car about to burn out. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of where we're at. <laughs> yeah. So you know, maybe we're redlining at the moment. Yeah. What we're doing here is we're trimming some of our positions and some of them that have you know made twenty five percent in a month and a half. We've sold and. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know it, if, if you haven't looked at it since we talked about it on the show, since you bought it now would be a good time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a very good time. A very good time to look at it. Yes. So, and you, yeah. you do what you want. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, well, I'm, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm recording out here in, uh, in Nicaragua. This, uh, this country is very cool, dude. It's well, you know cool. what? It's like the, cause I did a lot of surfing. I used to go surfing in uh, Costa Rica back when beers were a dollar. Um, well, they fucked that shit up, Coast. didn't they? Yeah. This, that we, I, I have a new term I've coined and uh, it's called imperial tourism. Imperial tourism. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to use it. <laughs> but that's, that's basically when a bunch of gringos go down and ruin a place <laughs> and they kind of ruin Costa Rica. <laughs> I really didn't see any difference in the prices from from uh, LA from to a, yeah, from LA to Costa Rica. You know, there's a guy on his cell phone, like, hey, I'm about to buy this property. Like, I'm gonna go into the Starbucks. Hold on a second, Bobby. You know, it's like really hold on, I'm gonna get in my Range Rover and drive away. I'm like, that's not really why I came here. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, just saying. You know, the when it really got me though, I was uh, you know, I like to Dom Patrol surf, you know, when the sun comes up it's rising you know that whole deal so i go to this what i thought was it's not really a secret spot but you know it's just a lesser known spot kind of and it's about yeah. six yeah slightly secluded we drive out you know about four of us and then the, the sun's not even up yet it's still dark pop in the water i need to go through a few waves i can barely see the sun's starting to rise i'm like oh this is so beautiful oh my god this is amazing and then all of a sudden the, the sun just pops through and then it's just all kind of lit, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then I just look down the beach and there's about 300 people in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys just peed on my parade. <laughs> this totally ruined my experience. Like, this is terrible. Like there was at least a couple hundred people in the water. I'm like, I, I just gotta, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so that was my last experience with Costa Rica. But my whole point is Nicaragua, it's kind of like the new Costa Rica. Well, it's been, people have been saying that for a bit, but you are, since you're there um, and from everything that you've been talking about, I actually thought it was going to be a little bit more run over, um, <laughs> excuse the term, but, uh, but that it was going to be, I thought it was going to be a little bit more run over, but you seem to be making it out maybe because of COVID. I don't know. Um, obviously less people there because of that, but the prices and everything, um, you're telling me the beers are like a dollar thirty. So to me, that's like Costa Rica 10 years ago. We got, uh, we went to a bar yesterday and we mistakenly ordered a pitcher. I told her the word for, um, on tap out here is jarra. And I'm used to in barril, like in Colombia. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, ah, we, we got that. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was let's see 70 quarts uh so that's 32 dollars for a pitcher of beer two bucks two dollars wow yeah wow yeah it's like two buck chuck but in beer status <laughs> right it's no <laughs> most uh i've learned that most nicaraguans make between 150 to 200 dollars per month so wow to put that into perspective um you know let's say your net worth is a million dollars and you come out here you're worth 35 million, right? In their, in their money. It, uh, so, 
yeah, it is extremely cheap. I mean, I got a. That's like Cambodia stick. prices, Steve. It it I, that's what I was been comparing it to. Is I think it's very close to Cambodia prices. Um, my God, it's cheap. I mean, like, yeah, you go out with you know fifty bucks and you're completely fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean like you can <laughs> do anything. You can you get want. home, you can eat, and you can have a little bit of a good time for like fifty bucks. We're that's, we're, that's... we're going to uh, we're, the city we're in right now is called Esteli. It's about two and a half hours out of the capital, Managua, and mm. uh, it's a big cigar town. So this this place really didn't get hit by COVID. I mean, some of the places closed for a couple of weeks, but they just kept pumping mm-hmm. out cigars. And cigars is one of those defensive, uh, uh, you know defensive um uh companies that you know they do well during uh um <laughs> you know times of good uh, time and they do well in uh, depressions as well and, and they did fine through covid people didn't stop smoking and uh so we got to do some tours of cigar factories that was really interesting um because we're any, any we're actually staying at the gringo right now um who mm-hmm. is in and has been in the cigar business his whole life he used to have a shop in um uh in um america and um now what he does is he's kind of got a side hustle down here where he just buys the cigars direct from the um uh from uh, the cigar factories and how much are you paying for the cigars steve he's paying okay and we got a joe and i got a block of uh, 50 cigars for 50 bucks a buck each and these are like cubans okay wow yeah uh so he gets the cigars anywhere from a dollar to five bucks and then he ships them to his customers in the u.s and I think most of our customers have been to a scar shop and the cheapest one in the, in the big humidor is probably 11 to $12. So you guys could do the math, Minimum, you know, yeah. some of the yeah. most expensive ones are 50 or 60 and uh, yeah, he just kills it, you know? And uh, he does these other little side hustles where you know, they have a lot of, um, oh, clothing here is incredibly cheap. Jesus. Um, shirts mm-hmm. are anywhere Did, from a dollar. I, I never to thought that, that Nicaragua would be a, um, a fashion destination, but hey, it's good. This town <laughs> it is because they ship, uh, there's huge amounts of donations that come from the U.S. and they ship them down here to Nicaragua. And they're making like that these, sound like a thrift store, though. There's a little, they're like little tiny thrift stores everywhere, but the clothes are new. So oh, they're all brand new clothes. Oh, okay. Well, there's some secondhand ones, but most of them are new. And, oh, really? Uh, okay. It's, uh, it's like Nike donations. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there's some. I mean, yeah, the guy we're staying with, Joe. He um, he got a pair of uh, four hundred dollar boots for I think two dollars. You know, so the people that don't, <laughs> don't, don't, they don't know what they have. They just got a shit ton of clothes, you know. But the locals can't afford more than a buck or two a shirt. You know what I mean? So they're just moving them. And uh, wow, yeah, there's a. Um, you want to get a wardrobe, you want to come to Esteli, <laughs> Nicaragua, <laughs> and you will be outfitted for, you know, $25. At, uh, at, <laughs> at With $400 boots. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I never would have thunk. Uh, clothing is almost free here. It really is. Like, you, what you really should do is come here with an empty bag, which I wish I would have done. Just come here with an empty bag and then just buy all your clothes, you know, the first and second day. Well, you know, I have, I do have some experience in that kind of department. Um, I'll share some something with that later, but uh, at this point, uh, so I'm actually slightly curious as to your uh, findings on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out again uh, before we leave this town. And uh, are you going to take some pictures and post them for, for uh, people or what? Some all right. Yeah. I'll throw what? them up on, on? Uh, Twitter. And, I want to uh, see these $400 boots, dude. I'm going <laughs> to, well, I didn't buy you them. Take a, the, the owner of the place. Well, did. I know, but I want to see the $400 boots. And okay. Really, All right. You know, okay. I'll, yeah, uh, yeah, so. I'll put them up. Yeah, they're like cowboy boots with like a Nike sign on them or something. <laughs> <laughs> Painted on. Okay, I just want to make sure that you know, we're not telling people some fluff here, you know? <laughs> <All> right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> there's, there's a group of people going down there. Well, Steve told me that I could get a whole new wardrobe and like this is this is not working. Well, so, let me tell you this. I went into one of the other validity. ones. Uh, I went into mm-hmm. one of the other stores um, to uh, to look at shirts. But since it's mm-hmm. inside and it's like a big department store and they have uh, nine employees. Air conditioning? Instead of, yeah. And air conditioning <laughs> and all that. I find this shirt and I'm like, oh, this thing's perfect. But nothing has any price tags on it. You know, in these countries. You <laughs> so I go up to the front register and I'm like, how much is it? And she's like, 280 cords. And I'm like, fuck, well, that's only like. You know, eight bucks. 
but I'm like, I've just been buying shirts for a dollar and a dollar fifty and, and two dollars at the most. And I'm now like, like I, oh my god, I really like this shirt, robbery. but I can't justify paying eight dollars for it. And I actually walked out of the store. <laughs> I was like, damn it. It was a great deal at eight dollars in the United States. That would have been thirty-five. But I just couldn't bring myself to do it because I'm like, well, if I look through <laughs> oh, some of these man. other stores enough, I'm, I'm going to find like four shirts just like that for a buck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been spoiled with your $2. I was so spoiled with that. <laughs> $2 beer, $2 t-shirts, <laughs> right. $2. Well, the tomahawk steak is what? How much are your tomahawk steaks out there? Oh, that one with uh, tomahawk steak, it was a two pound steak. Uh, so I only okay. ate half of it at the meal and then I had the rest of this morning with cut up some eggs and Joe and I had it for breakfast. Um, but, okay. uh, it's probably it grass fed out there. It is. It's all great. They're, they don't have the, the farms like we do in America. Um, and it, uh, <laughs> yeah, two, two, we're not, you're not eating two headed cows. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just single headed cows down here. That's all they got. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> they need more culture. They're not, they're not, they're not feeding them like only corn grain or <laughs> right? just soy. <laughs> yeah. Just soy like GMO. <laughs> but, uh, um, they're actually eating, they're actually eating grass. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was good. They're, it was twenty bucks for a bottle of water, two beers, a tomahawk steak, and all the veggies and sides and everything. And that is probably the most expensive meal in the city. Um, wow! It uh, you know I got a T-bone steak there the night before with uh, two beers and a bottle of water and a T-bone steak. It was eleven bucks. Um, I mean, you know, these are great prices, man. It, it's 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 so cheap we went out to a club so, we bought mm -hmm. two bottles of liquor uh we had four beers we had a like, plate wait, of when you say bottles of liquor like what kind are we talking rum or uh, talking yeah it's here? the local rum here uh, florida Canya. uh it is was, it as good as colombian rum i think it's better personally oh yeah it's so a, those colombian of you haven't rum had that is pretty around, sweet yeah. this one isn't mm -hmm. quite as sweet it's a little bit more like a Mm. uh jack daniels almost or something well jack daniels kind of sweet. Well, jack daniels is kind it, of sweet closer, steve yeah closer to a scotch i think than a rum you know what i mean like it, it has right, a little okay. bit of a bite without the real sweetness so we those people who haven't had a really good rum though it's you know like i don't like <laughs> what's that peter pan rum captain hook what are we talking here oh yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah, captain hook. <laughs> yeah that's not really rum guys no no okay? no that, that that shit is terrible don't uh don't, yeah that's don't like compare this like, to that at all no yeah, that's this is com completely different level of rum. Like, like they make some amazing rums in these Caribbean places. You know? Yeah, so we got two bottles of rum, which both to get one was a small, one was like a medium size. Both together, I did the math, and they equaled about a fifth, right? So seven hundred fifty milliliters. So we got uh, right. uh, that much of liquor, uh, four beers, a plate of nachos, and some other um, kind of appetizer. I can't remember what the hell it was. It was something from the the locals here. Uh, with tip, like crickets with tip, twenty dollars. <laughs> wow, yeah. This was this was in so, like a, a bar, like kind of slash dance club, you know. Wow, yeah. So this is like kind of you know quote unquote higher end. Yeah, um, but let's just make <laughs> let's just make note that you're kind of in the innards of uh, Nicaragua currently. So. I'm a little bit more curious to see um, what the current kind of pricing is with everything as you kind of head towards the coast. Yeah, so I true. think that'll that'll be kind of interesting mountains. as well. Yeah, there are like oh. you're using BFE, everybody. I think there's four uh, <laughs> white people in this entire city of, of twenty thousand people, and uh, um, I, I've oh, wow. met all of them. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and Joe and I are two of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're staying with the third guy, and we go and meet the fourth guy. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, five guys. We go and meet the fourth and fifth guy every day for lunch. So it's oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are like zoo animals there. You're oh, like, we're, like a... we're, we're like uh, white sausage links just walking through the, the, the market every day. It's just so funny. Wow. People are like touching your hair and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, mom? No, no, that's a wero. Just leave them alone. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a gringo, we call those gringos. Honey. They're called gringos. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch him. Yeah, don't touch him. <laughs> it's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, so things are incredibly cheap there. Um, I've always been actually curious about Nicaragua. I've always wanted to go because I wanted to surf the coast. San Juan del Sur is uh, definitely a destination place that I'd like to, to go. And that's a place that you're going to, right, Steve? Yeah. Uh, from here tomorrow morning, 
uh, we're going to mm-hmm. head out uh, for the weekend to go to a town called Granada. And uh, Joe, mm-hmm. the guy that we're the local that we're staying with, he's been super cool, man. We're staying here for free. And he's showing us the town. He's letting us use his Jeep. Um, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, anyhow, uh, we're going uh, to Granada. Yeah, careful with that. Weekend. You might want something from you guys. He might not let you guys leave. <laughs> no, he's good. This might be like a deliverance movie thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might actually have him on the show. He's an interesting character. Uh, yeah, as long as he lets you leave the ranch. Yeah, exactly. as long as he can leave. <laughs> hey, please let me leave. Oh, I'll be good. Uh, and uh, so we're going to go down to uh, Granada and spend the weekend there. And um, uh, he's going to show us that town. And then we'll come back and probably spend a couple days here. And then... So uh, just for, so people know, um, is there any highlights or anything in uh, Granada? Some say Grenada, you know, whatever. It's, uh, you know, you know like I don't know. I, I am so, so can... bad at doing any kind of research before I go somewhere. Like my traveling <laughs> partner, Joe, does, always does that. And uh, <laughs> I, I may do a quick like phone Google search here and there, but usually I just... I just fly by the seat of my pants and then I just go and talk to people. And then from then I kind of find out, Oh, like, Oh, this is the cigar capital of the world. Okay. Okay. We call that stumbling around Steve. Yeah. 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 I'm just like a blind man with, without a cane. Just, yeah. <laughs> just looking Marco. for new experiences. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So is there like a bunch of hot chicks running around there? Or like, what's the deal? I'm trying to get like a, like a visual of this. I would man. say, um, like, it's like Brazil probably, hot women, Colombia hot women, Venezuela, Chile kind of thing going. Okay, what well, the routine we've been doing uh, since we got to this town for the last four or five days is we've been going out in the afternoon. We sit down at a little cafe where we get a, a fifty cent uh, coffee, and ooh, uh, breaking we, the bank. Yeah, breaking <laughs> the fucking bank, dude. And uh, we get a fifty cent coffee, and then we smoke a uh, one dollar cigar. That's a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet to the locals, we must just look like just complete rich assholes. You know what I mean? But to us, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, one of the guys is, uh, I think he's 70 years old and his mm-hmm. pension is uh, 1400 a month. I think he was in the military and he gets uh, social security. And the guy is doing very well out here. And 1400 bucks a month. 1400 bucks a month. Yeah. God, that's how much I spend on my goddamn dog. <laughs> I feel like I spent half that on fucking gasoline. You know, I'm like, whoa. Uh, but uh, anyway, so we sit out there. So as far as the women go, I would say um, 60% you probably see is just female. You know, it doesn't mm. even register as like, oh, wow, look at that. You know what I mean? Uh, right. The other 40%, I would say, are sixes and above. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So 40% or fives and below, uh, 40, I'm sorry, 60% or fives and below 40%. So what you're saying, Steve, is not a bunch of fashion models, like walking around all over nah, the whole, You know, <laughs> yeah, there are some diamonds in the rough. Yeah. You know, okay. Uh, Just but, trying to get people perspective, you know, I want to go to Costa Rica. This is kind of what to expect, you know? Yeah. In the 40% zone, most of those are going to be sevens. So it's not bad. But it's, okay. Uh, okay. yeah, we'll see. I'm curious to get out to the shore. I'm curious how for, the prices change. For, and... for any women listening as well, though, is there like, you know, some hot model dudes walking around, you know, and like thongs or what's going on here, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> there are some guys that uh, work out. Joe has noticed this. He's been going to the gym every day out here. And he's like, the guys out here, they work out only their upper body. And the oh, the, we call that the California bodybuilder look. California bodybuilder, yeah. So that in that aspect, I guess I kind of feel at home. Uh, but the the yeah. girls uh, only work out their lower body. Oh, so okay. they don't have well, any toned arms or anything, but their legs are just like massive, <laughs> yeah, like, and the guys are just look, so yeah. big upstairs, but have little uh, twig legs. <laughs> oh wow! All right, well, different, right? That's a little different. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I guess your fun. takedown's pretty easy if uh, you know you're doing a double leg on somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just fucking throw a broomstick at their feet. And <laughs> yeah, just chop that leg. <laughs> just kick just, him in the knee; he'll drop like a ton of bricks. <laughs> just a, yeah, just a little jujitsu ankle pick. You're all good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
but uh, but yeah, so it'll be fun. Go out to uh, the cool. shore, see what that's all about. How about you? How's your um, Airbnb going in the um, in the book? Any uh, updates on that? Oh, Bukaromo. Yeah, we've made made we have made some progress down there finally. Well, I, I don't want to make you're on this your too... third place now, right? You started with <laughs> bedroom, one bath, then you went to the three two, and now you're on another three two in a different building or the same. No, building? Uh, okay. So this is how it went down, real real okay. quick. I don't want to get you know complicated, but had a penthouse, great uh two bedroom two bath overlooking the city fantastic okay let's get this done sign the papers well come to find out that the people don't want to move out (laughs) (laughs) and this is columbia so the you know the lady's telling us that hey it's it could take a month to get these people out i'm like that probably means three months or probably four. (laughs) So so she's like, well, I have another place. I got a three, three. The view isn't as good. Um, A three bedroom, three bath. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just get this ball rolling. I'll take it. So filled out the paperwork. Everything's done. We're ready to go. Um, then I get a phone call literally the same day that the, that we signed the paperwork. And I'm like, Okay, what's going on? She's like, well, just got a, a better view and it's a two bed, which I wanted two bedroom, two bathroom overlooking the city on the better side. This is a high rise building. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. So this is like the third, it's like a merry-go-round. So finally yeah. signing the paperwork's on here. So we're just in the process, um, got all the boots on the ground ready to go as far as getting everything, you know, decorated and secured, you know, all that stuff. Um, so that's where we're at right now. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I'll do, you know, have more information. This is kind of, it'd be kind of cool for people, anybody interested in, uh, doing, you know, any kind of Airbnb, cause I'm literally like going step-by-step step through the process, you know, right now. And this is arbitrage. So this isn't like you owning the place. So, um, this is just a different way of you're of renting doing it, it and then you're going to rent it out through Airbnb. Yeah, you arbitrage, you know, taking taking something and making more money off of it. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's really yeah. all. It's just a fancy word for saying I'm just making more money off an object. <laughs> from the so. owner's perspective, they just have regular rent coming in from you. Uh, yeah. And from your perspective, you're like, okay, I'm going to parcel this down to, you know, two night minimum stay to as long as you want and i'll just make sure i charge more than my expenses and i'll make even more (laughs) arbitrage at your finest (laughs) exactly exactly um so yeah so it's just kind of been an interesting obviously we're doing this internationally so there's a you know there's a lot more barriers there's a lot more moving parts um because i'm doing the same thing in the states not with an arbitrage but with uh, a place of mine yeah so you're almost done setting that up yeah, almost done. So I'll have more information on that. Um, you know, yeah, I you've got a, a you've lo- got a, a bedroom right there that uh, private has a entrance. private uh, entrance, and right. you've got the stone padding down now, right? So they don't have to walk through the right. dirt walkway. Dirt you got yeah. this bitch and fucking uh, how big are those stones? They're like three feet wide and a foot and a half. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, three uh, feet. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So you got that, and then a private side entrance. And, um, yeah. yeah, everything's a 10 in the place, you know, just furniture is super, everything's just really, you know, top end stuff. So you're, um, yeah, you're so, um, uh, particular. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, but I was like, well, maybe I could come up with a softer word instead of that. No, I know like, good, like so. that it's my downfall. I'm just a perfectionist. <laughs> like I just things just to me, things have to look right. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a, like a design background, so I just I'm just messed up in the head that way. <laughs> so there's no getting around it. Like it's everything has to be flush. Yeah, at the same time, so everything has to be flush. The lines got to look right. Just you know, it just has to. You know, I, if I want to stay in there, you know, I want to. Yeah. If I was going to stay there, this is how this is what I want. So I'm probably going a little overboard, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Good for you, man. That's going to be nice. And so, that'll be a perfect um, place to figure out the Airbnb game and get your super host status. Yeah, yeah. So those of you that um, don't know, you kind of want to be an Airbnb super host because, you know, you just get, you know, it's a little bit more highly rated and your stuff just comes up, you know, and on the front end a bit more. Um, so there's a there's a lot of um, nice things that come with being a super host. So I will be trying to establish being a super host as fast as possible. That's why I'm trying to get two going at the same time. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good for you, dude. Good for you. Yeah. So we'll have more information on that as uh, time goes on. So (laughs) it's either going to be a feast or famine. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Well, um, I, uh, before I left on my trip, um, and I think you were kind of in the same boat, we both kind of took a mindset mm-hmm. of like, uh, 
we need to start getting rid of some of our shit. <laughs> like we just have some stuff that is just Well, I think we should just call this section of the show getting rid of your shit program. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, just the accumulation of just, you know, I'm not a hoarder, you're not a hoarder, but like you just have stuff. You get start accumulating yeah. things, right? Yeah. So we did a lot of research. Um, on the subject and yeah. you know learned a lot um, it's helped me out a lot just getting rid of stuff you know just I'm a pretty clean person I know you are as well but just you know just the cleanliness getting rid of stuff just it all has a synergistic you know without getting too woo woo um, but you know there's definitely a component to it. it's kind of like taking a cold shower man <laughs> yeah it's uh, there's something to like um, okay here's an example from my personal life like I had a uh, crock pot and I got a uh, which I used all the time and then I got an instapot uh, which is basically a pressure cooker that can do all the things of a crock pot and like, you know, uh, 900 more things, right? So I've noticed over the last, I think I got the Instapot a year ago or something. Since I got the Instapot, I never used the Crock-Pot and I've never used both of them at the same time. You know what I mean? I've just but never had to cook that much food. It's taken up emotional real estate. It is. It was <laughs> sitting on the shelf and it's on that little uh, uh, roll around shelf that I have near the kitchen that uh, just takes up real estate and it sat there for a year. It's something else that I have to to dust or it's just obvious that it, it looks like shit, you know? So I finally, I was like, well, I, could, I literally got this 10 years ago at a, at a thrift store for $5. It's not worth it to me to sell it. So I'll just give it back to the thrift store. You know, there's so much things like that in your life that I think they take up uh, mental real estate. What did, what did you call them, Daniel? You call them, you, you got, you got a roommate sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you have all these things, right. And like, for me, whatever I buy now, I really think about it. I'm like, how much does it weigh? What's the mobility? How long am I going to have it? Like, I really take it into consideration because it's going to go in this box yeah. <laughs> that I pay for. And then and you I'm have going to be to responsible have, for until you know I have to, You it. have to be responsible. Yeah, you. every single item that goes inside of your home, your car, you have to be responsible for that. And there's definitely a component to, you know, in your head, there's you know, being a, just being aware of that, I think helps you. Um, yeah. but you know, you, I, it's like, I live uh, the way I look at it is I live with a thousand roommates <laughs> so, <laughs> and they don't pay rent, Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I live with these things and, and they're not paying rent. <laughs> I am. So they got to go, man, if, if they're not useful and, and they're taking up, you know, the real estate in my head and I got to think about things. And, you know, I, I don't want that in because it's really like the whole, and we're not telling you to like go out and, you know, be the guy with uh, one t-shirt and one bowl, <laughs> you know, we're just saying, Hey, no. get rid of some stuff. It really, it frees you. Right, Steve. It's um, <clears throat> here's another one that um, there's, there's a whole group of these guys that are extreme in this and that's not what Daniel yeah. and I are doing, but they're called, we call that demasiado in Spanish. Yeah. Demasiado. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh i mean these guys I, I was watching some youtube videos on them and, and one guy's like i have 53 items and the other guy's like <laughs> i have 47 items and that's including like you know socks are not one item it's two for every pair you got you know what i mean yeah so, they're I mean, like they're fighting they're like fighting about like what's considered an item right <laughs> yeah 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 but the average american has three hundred thousand items in his possession between his home, between his, uh, uh, you know, his garage and, you know, or other homes garage, or whatever, yeah. 300,000 items. That's um, a huge number. It is. It, yeah. It's, a, you know, almost a third of a million. <laughs> <laughs> our, our brain is, you know, 50,000 years old, but in the last, uh, you know, hundred years or so, and especially in the last decade, we've just been inundated with technology and all this extra shit. Uh, but our brain is still functioning like, you know, we're throwing spears at, uh, at deer. <laughs> we're like, we're barely, we're not even analog. Yeah. You know, at a time, <laughs> you know, when we had our brain functions, like we have a teepee and we carry that thing on a horse and we walk it down to where the next, uh, you know, grouping of animals is, uh, we have things that would occupy a space that could take you months to have to move. And if you can whittle down 
on uh, the amount of things that you have, it will free up mental energy. And I've noticed the more I do it, what, we started doing this, what, a month or two ago? Yeah, um, yeah, we started kind of minimizing, uh, yeah, just, just everything. Shit, you know, and yeah. I, I think the best it's way amazing. is just, It's amazing what you can get rid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just start by clearing out all of the items that have clearly become junk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, yeah. you know, that you're just like, okay, I haven't used this thing in five years. Well, one, one no of the pro tips there. It. Yeah. The, one of the pro, pro tips that actually helped me. Um, and I'll just give the quick story of the uh, ex-girlfriend who gave me, when we first started dating, she gave me a Christmas ornament that says our first Christmas together. I've had this for like 15 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I'm like, what? what like you know it has, it's just an emotional like oh well i remember when she gave this you know what you do take a picture of of whatever it is and then get rid of it now yeah. you have the memory just take a picture that actually really helped me taking pictures of something that i was had this like like emotional connection to yeah uh and i was able you know what I, I saw those. And so everything that I do, I, you know, that I kind of have that connection with, I just take a picture of it and get rid of it. And it has helped. I've, I've started to, I had a bunch of old uh, cards and like baseball uh, cards. No, no, no. Like, uh, you know, uh, happy birthday cards, you know, from, a, Oh yeah. A great I had those too. Died, you know, and that's the only yeah. thing I have left of her. And I'm just like, I just have this fucking shoebox of cards that, <laughs> yeah, I, I one of those. I two. just have. I never look yeah. at, but they're there because I can't throw them away. And I did exactly what you said: is I took a picture of them, and after that, I was able to let them go. You yeah, know? you have to. It's kind of like you have to. It's like it's like some healing weird. It, stuff it is. Yeah. Now I haven't looked at any of those pictures yet, but the fact yeah. that I have a picture on my phone, I think I'll probably eventually delete. Uh, but <laughs> it, it allowed me to clear out that shoebox that I've been moving for the last uh, 20 years of my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I moved to like five right. different places. I'm bringing this fucking shoebox that I've never opened. <laughs> shoebox that like, I, I love you. <laughs> like, what, are the, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> just let yeah. it go. <laughs> let it go. This stuff. And there's also another component to that as well. It's it, and it is the fact that it, people, um, it, it, people living in the past. So it's yeah. kind of, the more that you can break away the past, you know, and focus on your present and your future. Um, it only helps you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's another thing. So I'm, I'm really glad I got rid of that Christmas ornament. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it, uh... I stumbled upon those pictures, by the way, <laughs> but it was a complete accident. I, I didn't sit there one night with a glass of wine or anything thumbing through like pictures. <laughs> Just to let you know. It, uh, I heard a quote that I liked a lot. It, uh, is, they said, uh, when you discard something, you gain more than you lose. You get mm. time, space, freedom, and more energy. And yeah. I can tell you that after I took the crock pot and a bunch of clothes and stuff down to the uh, Goodwill, the crock pot, especially because it was so visual and so right there and just screaming at me, you haven't used me in a year fuck that that instapot use me or do something with me you know what i mean it's just like no i'm not gonna look it's you not like there. instapot more than you like me <laughs> and i'm like why do i have that thing i haven't used it in a year it's the day i bought the instapot i've never used that other one you know and i'm like donate it to the goodwill let someone else get some use out of it before it just collects dust and time and mental energy in that space you know it, uh, yeah there's really yeah. something to that you know and i just want to make another note that organizing your stuff is not minimizing it <laughs> oh I yeah that <laughs> if you go down to target and you buy a bunch of tote boxes and start putting stuff in the tote boxes and organizing it and stacking you're completely missing what daniel and i are talking about <laughs> you're completely missing yeah the you should probably just yeah just don't even want listen to this episode <laughs> yeah right? yeah that's not what organizing is not <laughs> it's not you know think of it like you know you got to think of this stuff like they're stocks you know when you're stock is losing itself to there's a point where you got to cut bait or you know you got to deal with it right it's yeah. the same kind of concept in a way it's 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 uh you know you have to just you just got to get rid of your shit you know <laughs> bottom then, line get yeah, rid of your some shit stuff too that that um you know i think we end up you know spending like enormous 
time and energy maintaining all the items that we have. And, and oftentimes it may just be to keep an appearance. So yes. for example, yeah. I'm thinking of a friend of mine that has uh, a, a guitar on his wall. He doesn't play the guitar. He doesn't know how to play the guitar. He's never played the guitar before in his life, but he has a fucking guitar on his wall and he's has the full intention of, you know, getting lessons one of these days. But <laughs> he's one of those. <laughs> if he doesn't dust it every two weeks, it becomes very obvious that he doesn't play the guitar. And it's just this thing that has got to suck, you know, like energy out of him because it's just displayed like in the most yeah. obvious. And it's probably a black guitar so you can see more dust on it. No, no, it's dark blue. But uh, but yeah, oh, you're pretty you're close. Ballpark. Yeah, you know, when he's, he hasn't dusted it in like a month and the dust buddies are starting to build up in between each of the guitar <laughs> strings and then connect to each other one, you know, and it's just like, yeah. oh, why do you oh, have Jesus. that? Well, you know, the other one, too, is um, people holding on to crap that they think is worth something. It's really not. Yeah. 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 You're not going to get your money out of it. Okay. No, it's not going to happen. Just My, you paid uh, $70 for that jacket does not yeah. mean that someone will pay $70 for it 12 years later. When yeah. it's no longer just, in style. Or your, or your, when your grandmother was hoarding those dolls, you know, you yeah. want to get rid of them because the like, she's like, oh, there were something, you know, there's yeah. Some porcelain pony collection, you know, the shit's not worth anything. Just get rid of it. No, no. You could do like, you know, maybe if you have some bigger stuff or something like an auction house. Uh, yeah. Those, or, yeah. That's, you know, eBay uh, or uh, Craigslist. If yeah. it's worth it, if it's worth your time, you know, but I mean, if, I've found the goodwill just works great. And it's like and cutting another, your loss, yeah. you know what I mean? This thing yeah. is costing you a buck a month or whatever it works out to be and how much mental energy of your time, just cut the loss. Just yeah. In the, in the other one also it's, it's um, now I haven't solidified if this is an actual fact, but I kind of believe it on the front end. And that is a lot of people that are overweight have more stuff. I, I read the same thing. I read the same thing that the yeah. the fewer items you have, the skinnier you are generally. And the generally more speaking, items you this have, is the more items you have. Generally speaking, you're bigger. So, how is that correlation? You know, it may, maybe just they're seeking more often shit. comfort That's food interesting... because they're more stressed, or they're just yeah and taking comfort taking Rolodex. comfort in their hoarding right well you know i gotta i, I don't want to put any of my family on blast but i am <laughs> <laughs> and i got a couple relatives and they're both of them are like they're hoarders but they're like those clean hoarders you know it's oh, okay, all organized yeah. organized and, hoarders yeah yeah i got i got a, or i got one particular and totally overweight shitload of health problems and like the other one as well you know and they're both hoarders, but they're clean hoarders. Like, you know, you go into the garage and there's you know, like 20 stacks all the way up to the ceiling, <laughs> but it's completely organized. I don't know. There's like, I, there's just so much can, I mean, it's just weird stuff. I'm like baseball, I, it's just, I, but it's all completely organized and it's clean, which is the weird thing. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's obviously, you know, different types of hoarders. There's clean hoarders and messy hoarders, but just hoarding all together is just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. um, yeah, I, I like that. The few, the fewer things you have, uh, uh, the, the, the less you weigh. Uh, another interesting stat that I uh, saw was, um, the fewer things that a family has, the fewer arguments they have. And the more things that a family has, the more arguments that they have. And so, I completely believe that. I completely it, believe that. Because how many be times do, associated yeah. with maybe uh, you know the number one argument uh, between a husband and wife is financials. If you have a lot of shit that you can't afford, then you're probably arguing more. You know what I mean? Like just being cramped in and, and closed in by all that crap, you know, would make for a, a hostile uh, <laughs> environment. Hostile environment. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. Those are. I. I believe it. I completely believe it. So. I mean, I'm not that skinny, but you know, I'm not fat. So I don't know. Maybe I'm in the maybe I'm in the mid-range hoarding, but I don't. I'm trying not to be. <laughs> I don't know if like like having muscles or anything like helps out your hoarding or not, or I don't know. But you know, I don't know if this goes more on the lean side of things or what. But anyways, bottom line, look, it's just a good. It's just good. It's kind of like getting up in the morning, make your freaking bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a huge one. As soon as you wake up. 
Make takes your bed. What, all of four seconds, you just throw the covers back up on top of the pillows. And then, <laughs> you know? Yeah, just t- tuck it into the pillow, you know, and wash your sheets once a week minimum. Come on, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know, exactly. these are, but these are all things that like, they help you. It's like, you know, you, it's like your morning routine, you know, you make your bed, you know, for me, I, you know, I, well, obviously you do your squats now, Steve, you know, drinking a glass of water, lemon water, do whatever you got to do, you know, get a routine, you know, be clean and like, get rid of your shit and you'll feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. I feel a lot better now that, uh, I mean, just random things. It's, I live alone and I had eight towels. There's not a fucking scenario I can come up with in my mind where I would need eight towels at once before I had to do a load of laundry. You know what I mean? Like I, I dined. You can live. Down- you can definitely live off. You know, maximum four towels. Yeah, I, I went right. To, I took my best four, donated the uh, other four, and I'm like, okay, that. I could probably even go down to two, you know what I mean? But I'll just keep it a four. Yeah, for don't now, no you know? look, we're not telling you to be the guy with one bowl and a t-shirt, Steve. So just yeah, calm true, down. True. <laughs> calm down. We're not telling oh. you, we're not telling you to go out and kill your dog so you can have less stuff here. Okay. Just calm down. Another uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not suggesting you go and kill your uh, animals, your possums. Uh, yeah. Like uh, they told me that if I had less stuff, I'm gonna be better off. <laughs> another good one. Uh my brother uh, taught me this one when I was talking to him about how I'm downsizing all my stuff um is uh um kitchen utensils like look at all the things that you have multiples of okay so like my example with the crock pot and the instapot they're essentially the same thing except the instapot was 100 times better so i just kept that one uh all my uh, uh kitchen utensils i look in the drawer and i'm like i have five spatulas and i can't recall a time in the last two years where i've used anything other than that green one like what mm. the hell do i have these other four for you know what I mean? So I went down and I just, you know, if I had uh, uh, three of these, then, well, now I got my favorite one. And if I had five of these, now I got my favorite one. And I just whittled it all down. And, oh, my God, my kitchen is so much. You don't realize what mental energy it takes when you open up that drawer to look for the spatulas or the or the egg whisk or whatever. And there's three egg whisks sitting there. And you always grab the same one. So you have to mentally identify which are the two that are shit that I'm not going to grab and get the best one. And then the spatula, get the best one. And if you cook three times a day, you're doing this times 365 days. This shit adds up. But when you have the one spatula sitting there, you always use, and it's lasted for 10 years. It's probably not going to break anytime soon. You know what I mean? Like you have that one there. There's no decision. You have the egg beater right next to it. There's no decision that it, it just streamlines everything in your life, you know? Yeah, and, you know, Steve, uh, I'm looking at something right now that I need to throw away. Oh, really? What do you got? Yeah, I just realized I'm been I'm staring at it as I'm speaking with you, and I'm like, I got to get. It was a keyboard to an iPad that I was stolen. I think or lost. I can't still can't figure it out. But I have the keyboard to it, and I'm sitting here going, I don't need that keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't work for anything but that ipad that I don't but have. it doesn't work for anything but that ipad and i don't have that <laughs> ipad anymore so i'm going to ask you steve should i throw the freaking thing away in the garbage there's no use for it. what am i going to do with it it's like some bluetooth weird keyboard to an ipad that yeah yeah you know just yeah. put up a box and just throw it in shit to the goodwill maybe there'll be some random guy that that, that, that has uh, that ipad or <laughs> that a cover? guy like me when i used to be on amazon and i scan it with my phone and realize it's worth 37 dollars and it gets back into the system that somebody could uh could could use you know well i'm going to give it to somebody else to recirculate that crap it's out of here tonight nice (laughs) good for you good for you perfect example you know what i feel better already knowing i'm going to get rid of it nice good 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 for you (laughs) good for you i want to go smoke a bunch of weed and go snoop around my house for stuff to throw away (laughs) just just zone out and like turn in yeah yeah here's a good way just smoke a bunch of weed and just cruise through your pad looking for stuff to throw away. Just <laughs> <laughs> take a big bong rip and go for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just get lost for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> you know, you're ordering one of those two yard containers out of the front of your house. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, so, I mean, so kind of bottom line, look, we feel a lot better about throwing a bunch of shit away. Yeah. And we think you will too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just start with the stuff that's obviously crap and, you know, and then do things like uh, my brother gave me a tip. Look in your closet. If you're like most humans, you probably wear the same 12 outfits uh, over the course of a year. 
You know what I mean? Yep, and then threw there's away a hoodie special today, ones like that. a suit or yep. something that you may use twice a year or whatever if you're a blue collar worker like us. It, um, you know, just, uh, you know, turn them around on the opposite, uh, 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 you know, the ones that you haven't worn in a while, turn them around uh, the coat, hang- coat hanger so it's facing the opposite direction. And if it's been a couple of months and you're like, wow, I still haven't t- touched any of these that have <laughs> been turned around, maybe it's time to let them go. You know, just that's, because that's you paid one. 30 or 40 or 60 bucks for a shirt that you never fucking wear. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you hanging on to it for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a good, I think it, it, you got to be, you know, give it like a, at least a week and just give yourself, Hey, this week, I'm just going to go through my crap and just, you know, whatever I don't need and get rid of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But right on. Cool. Well, that cool. was fun. Uh, I think, um, yeah, I think the next time uh, we talk, I'll probably be uh, on the beach somewhere. Steve's going to be in his mankini on the beach yes, with yes. a little tropical su- umbrella. <laughs> umbrella <trick. laughs> yes. Tanning his buns, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'd appreciate a uh, rate and review. Subscribe. Uh, uh, you know, um, uh, we got Anything. a lot of uh, reviews on uh, iTunes, but uh, uh, no one, uh, a lot of five-star reviews, but no one wrote anything, uh, but Sergey did. Uh, so that yeah. was cool. Thank you, Sergey. And uh, please right, rate yeah. and review us and uh, we'll read it on the air. Yeah, just say something though, you know, like you guys are, we don't like you, we like you, something, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, you have you have nice eyebrows, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your ears. Yeah. <laughs> I want to sit in the basement with you and pet a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go that far <laughs> but it's all good but, uh, all right cool yeah, you get all uh things go to our website uh, stevebartonmoney.com and thank yeah. you for tuning in thank you for telling a friend and thank, thank you for you. being a friend shit yes. <laughs> here's your weekly motivational speech It's until you open your mind. Open-mindedness creates that. We all shut down our mind. Like for instance, when, when I broke the pull-up record, everybody around me who heard the pull-up record was 4,020 pull-ups. That's the first thing they did. Oh my God. The first thing I did versus closing my mind, you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. I went and got a pen and- So how many is that every minute? Exactly. Every, every hour, every second. Instead yeah. of taking life and making it out to be this grandiose thing, start breaking it down. Start breaking it down. And most of us, we live in a box. And we don't want to go outside that box at all, ever. Outside that box is all these possibilities of life. What we do is we shackle our mind. We are a prisoner in our own mind that this is all I can do. This is all I'm good at. And we we, we take away the possibilities of you could be this, you could be that, yeah. you could be all these things. <laughs> And I never thought at 300 pounds I could be Navy SEAL. Wow. So if my mind was shackled, me and you would never meet. There'd be no book. There'd be no book. There'd be nothing. So what people understand is that they live for themselves, not knowing that you have the power within yourself to change millions of lives by facing life. The breakthrough happens by conditioning your mind every day, by feeding it a role model or a story. It's putting yourself in a peak state when you fall through by getting physically strong. It's creating a little ritual of doing a little bit each day, and then you get momentum. But the most important thing of all is what we start out with. Why? Why is it a must for you? It doesn't have to be you're against the wall, but it has to be something you're hungry for, because the only difference in people is hunger. And if you're not hungry, get around people that are hungry and something will hit you. Your body is your unconscious mind. In a sense, if you're sitting down and you start thinking about uh, some future worst case scenario that you're conjuring up in your mind, and you begin to feel the emotion of that event, your body doesn't know the difference between the event that's taking place in your world, outer world, and what you're creating by emotion or thought alone. So most people then, they're, they're constantly reaffirming their emotional states. So when it comes time to give up that emotion, they can say, I really want to do it, but really the body is stronger than the mind because it's been conditioned that way. So the servant now has become the master. 
And the person all of a sudden, once they step into that unknown, they'd rather feel guilt and suffering because at least they can predict it. Being in the unknown is a scary place for most people because the unknown is uncertain. People say to me, well, I can't predict my future. I'm in the unknown, and I always say the best way to predict your future is to create it. Not from the known, but from the unknown. The reality of life is that we will all hear more no's than we hear yeses. And we will fail a lot, and I mean a whole lot. But what I ask of you today is to not take no for an answer. Don't be afraid of no's. Be afraid of the possibility of a yes that you have prematurely destroyed because you decided to quit before the clock strikes 12.